let's talk about this Corman film. Okay, so speaking of Roger Corman, I'm glad you brought him up. Oh, man. This movie was actually written by Ro- Charles B. Griffith, who's all over the place. If you look at, right. like, Corman movies, he's everywhere. Yeah. And every movie he had, he's involved with is interesting in some way, usually. <laughs> I I have to say, though, this, this was a very, this is a very early Roger Corman. I mean, I think that this is the young, ambitious Roger Corman that was like, this is, oh, I'm going to see what I can do. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this was the pre-pure businessman Roger Corman that I met years later, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, but, you want to hear the plot? Oh, yeah. Do tell. So, I mean, what they had. A beautiful woman is sent back in time via hypnosis in the Middle Ages where she finds she, su- she, suspe- she is suspected of being a witch and suspect to being, oh, suspect to being executed. I, I read that horribly. Anyway, that, a, pretty, a pretty lady... Goes back, is sent back in time through hypnosis. This doctor says, I'm going to hypnotize you and make you go back in time into your past life. And then he, really inopportune time where she was about to be executed for being accused as a witch. Right. Uh, He jumps But that's really not what it's all about. I think it's more about the doctor. Just saying. It is about the doctor. Totally. So why is they, why are they saying it's about the lady? I'm just saying. Anyway. Well. So whoever wrote that is an idiot, but. It wasn't me. It was. It was such. I. I. I don't want to say that it's a bad film because it's not that, even a film. It's more than a film. It's like that, a. It's like a play. You know what? I. Uh, I, I turned to Paul and I said, you know, this is. This is like if. If. Uh, if uh, William Shakespeare uh, had to work nights at uh, Dollar Store. <laughs> I thought you were going to say this is like. William Shatner before he made it yeah. into TV. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was strange because it was written in a in a in a Shakespearean. Well, I can say half a Shakespearean style. I had a problem with it because half was like almost Shakespearean, but not really. Right, right, but I, not know, really. And then it went back to just regular English, like right, or, it, you know, nineteen fifties English, and it drifted in and out. <laughs> You know, without much of a, a care one way or the other as to where as to where you were supposed to be, uh, I I did have to I did have to look and see. After about fifteen minutes of it, I stopped to look at how many films Corman had done at this point, and it was not very many. Yeah, it wasn't. I, actually, I looked too. I was actually looking at uh, Griffith too because I realized how many he'd written for Corman. <laughs> and right. then the other guy that helped write it was uh Mark Hanna, which I don't think he was there a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh it was uh actually frighteningly bad. Well, it- I became obsessed with things that didn't make sense like the Swiss cheese <laughs> of the plot. <laughs> Oh, and I really but, appreciate the fact that he went back in time and instead of his like spiritual being entering the, the night or something which would make sense, at least more sense. Right. He physically went back in to the past and it wasn't even his timeline he was never there it, and then it, I know, he showed I know. up naked like the terminator did, yeah, and then he had a watch he on <laughs> it's just so strange uh, what i wanted is i wanted to see how many times we were going to see uh uh the two of those characters turn into uh bad bats right <laughs> well i saw that those were used in a previous movie and i can't remember which one it was but it was one yeah. that corman had just done i guess he had some leftover yeah, bats laying I, around. I could see <laughs> man they were terrible but at the same time the thing is is that's a trope that if you used it if you used it twice you would just you would stop using it and just 
cut to them at the other spot, you know? Well, uh, it's kind of like what we do in the shadows. They overuse it, which makes it funny. Yeah, Bat. it did. <laughs> you know. it, it did make it funny. I, I was thinking I was thinking it would make a great drinking game. You know, oh, it would be. Yeah. You take a shot every every time somebody turns into a bat. You take a shot, right? A bit, oh, but but in actuality, Billy Billy Barty kept turning into a lizard. That's true. Now now. Well, he thought the bats that, were ridiculous. Did you see that shot where he was like laughing at the bats? Yeah, he was laughing at the bats. And he was going, oh, yeah, and. and uh, and Billy Billy Barty had all the great lines in this. Film. Oh no, that was Satan that was laughing at the bats. Sorry, I had the wrong oh, person. Yeah, come on. Yeah, no. But no, uh, Billy Barty. Yeah, you're right. He had all the good all the good lines in this film, and I define a good line this film as in something somebody didn't say. Exactly. He does. <laughs> and he didn't say a word. <laughs> he did a lot of slapping his leg, like he did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. It's it was. Um, yeah. A spectacular makeup effects on Billy Barty, by the way, you know. Um, what about the, the, sort the of, really cheesy sort of Halloween grease, version, the Halloween uh, costume the version of this? Of, I was talking about Satan. Oh, <laughs> Satan was great, yeah. Say, but you know what was funny is we don't have a costume for Satan. Wait, you, wait, my kid has a Satan outfit. Let's go get it. <laughs> you could, there was something. There was something though, and you have to admit this is when you see Satan in the build in the beginning. And he's framed in the pitchfork. Yes, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there was, I thought, yeah, well, that's pretty good. And then you realize that that's the last good thing that's actually going to come out of this whole thing. And and like I say, it would make so many great drinking games. Well, I did like the heads kept making the thud sound. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it, that was a good heads headsman, whatever they call them, where you whoosh. whoosh. Just one try, and it just chopped right off. That must have been a sharp axe. Uh, yeah, because I think back in the day, they probably had to hit it a few times for it to... Yeah, you would think. You would, <laughs> it's pretty you, bad. You would, you would think that the great edges hadn't... The great steel edges hadn't been invented yet, right? You know, so... You had a really strong you, person. Yeah. You would do what you could with what you had. <laughs> so, um, there was another thing that was really bothering me was the fact that this doctor didn't give a about the prostitute at the beginning he was just like oh we picked her because you know she she doesn't matter basically and then like right, and then right. suddenly he wants to go save her i'm gonna go back and save her and you then could... and then he didn't care about her when he when he was they showed him back in time with her and he was actually say, literally saying i don't care what happens here you know one thing one thing that you do have to admit is that it is that uh uh whoever was casting it definitely had a type yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, the the the, the mean breasts. Witch. I'm telling. I have to say this right here is is uh, two women sporting the breasts of four women. Uh, was, and, and and there there was kind of like it's amazing because they didn't. Well, have that was great, Allison Hayes was the one that had me mesmerized. They didn't seem to have great um, special effects except for the ones that held their breasts up. Well, they had those, uh, what do they call them back in the day? Rocket bras? Rocket bras. Oh, man. They were... <laughs> but when Allison Hayes came out, she was Livia, the witch. And yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> she has me entranced. Yeah, no, she was. A... <laughs> no, but she had a way of walking around the stage, too. She kind of like took her time, which I appreciated. There was something about her that was so. Uh... And let's face it, we have seen her in an awful lot of films. Yeah. Well, don't I mean, you think she, she kind of stole the show in a way? I think. Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah, for absolutely. me, absolutely. You know, every time she was on screen, you couldn't look away. And and, and the way she and, turned into a cat and, was amazing. 
and only 90% of that was their breasts. <laughs> and the, the, the transition from cat where she wasn't even like facing the same direction as the cat. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It was, ah, just, you know, that's, that's the true Corman instinct there. You know, it's like, ah, we got it shot. Yeah. Well, they shot this. I was looking at the, here's some trivia. They shot this in six days <laughs> and all the sets were right. built in a converted supermarket. And I was wondering like, were people still yeah. shopping in the background or was, you know, like, were they, <laughs> they have well, a big curtain up? Yeah. Because I, there was a particular set that was so bad, and and it was uh it was wobbling all the time, <laughs> you know you know the stone wall, yeah. it's the stone wall and there's where's there's one point where he hits the stone wall and I swear to God I thought, oh my God that thing's gonna go over <laughs> because it really looked like it was like it was like as he hit it, you could tell that he kind of pushed away from it <laughs> because <laughs> because it went with him <laughs> that couldn't. Have, that couldn't have felt very good, you know. It's like, ah. <laughs> there's a production assistant behind it, trying to, no. <laughs> Don't want to hit the lady buying melons back yeah, here. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need more than Billy Barney on the other side of that sucker. I, actually, I, I did like the uh, modern dance uh, routine with the. <laughs> you know what? I pointed that I out to my it. wife. I said I pointed that out to my wife. I we were watching it together and 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 the. The dance routine comes up, and I said, "Well, how do you like that? Those three dancers actually choreographed something, and they actually they actually kind of showed some dancing talent, <laughs> which surprised the hell out of me." You know what that was? That was like the producer was dating a dancer, right? You know, and uh, oh, she yeah. brought a troupe with her. She brought the troupe with her. I I totally thought that. I I thought, oh yeah, no, this is exactly what happened. Yeah. But it looked through, and we'll crowbar it somewhere. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna figure it out. It was it was literally crowbarred in there. Actually, I, mean, I take it back. Was... Allison Hayes was my second favorite. My first favorite was the guy that played the uh, Smolkin, the grave digger. Oh, which was yeah. Mel Wells. Yeah, no, he. <laughs> I thought he, he was awesome. He, he was awesome, and and uh, and uh, he is quite a thespian because I've seen him before in a lot of like period pieces back then, you know. And 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 almost every time uh, there was something uh, that came up that was Shakespearean, they had him in there because he really had the voice down and everything, right? Yeah. Well, this guy's telling me um, back here. He's telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you yeah. get it? Yeah, yeah, I think right. so. No, well, if he, he won't shut up. Okay, so basically, what he was saying was, <laughs> <laughs> he liked how they built tension with the the pencil breaking, um, which I think was used later on in the. Uh, sure. was, was it Pink Panther with the the police chief was yeah, like the police chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Every time I had to say, it was at best, you know, a, a, a C plus version of it. You know, he was a, he, he, he was a little, he was a little bit, uh, you know, he, he it like, was unrehearsed. He, it was unrehearsed. It was, you know what it was? It was almost like he thought that he had to act the breaking of the pencil. And anybody that's done breaking of the, of the pencil gag knows that the pencil is what does the work for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think they probably only had one pencil, so he was probably really nervous because they <laughs> yeah. had a really low budget. Yeah, and and they took it away from the carpenter, obviously. Well, I would have done this. I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> "Give me a reset on the paper. Give me a reset. <laughs> what we're gonna have to do." 
I don't have a lot of paper. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. What am I doing here? Let me see. Um, any guesses? No, I can't. <laughs> I'm running in my past life. Oh. <laughs> that line caught me. It was like, yeah. how did the doctor know she was running? <laughs> it's like, she's just moving her head. I'm like. She's, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was a lot of stuff. There was an awful lot of stuff in this film that was. Uh... I found it kind of interesting. Um, it was interesting because it was so different than any other Roger Corman I've ever seen. So. Oh, absolutely right. I was I appreciating mean, the fact that it was different, but at the same time. Can Can I just tell you this is, how about the title of it? I mean, the title of it didn't seem to have anything to do with what was going on, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, the title. Well, the movie poster is even more insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the title, the titles, the title totally says uh, this is a zombie film, right? Which, by the way, the Misfits, uh, a band that I used to like a lot, uh, it's right. like a punk band. They actually used the poster <laughs> that you see with the skeleton and the. They used that on one of their albums. I can't remember which oh, one really? it was. Oh wow! But well, now you know where it came from. Yeah, it's weird, but the poster doesn't match anything. The, the, just the whole thing. The whole title the whole nothing title, really goes together of it, it well it even the way the, the olivia the the evil witch was dressed it didn't really go with her character that much <laughs> yeah it, it did well you, she's you a little know, too the, glamorous i don't know i was gonna say it was a glam 50s outfit fit, but did you right? see the other witch i mean there was a spectrum yeah, there yeah there was there was the witch <laughs> spectrum by the way the the good witch wasn't looking so good no but the bad but the bad witch right the bad witch look good <laughs> <laughs> when they say the good guys finish last yeah. <laughs> thank god <laughs> I know, I, I, yeah actually what ruined it for me is as soon as like actually it was the turning point for, was when satan showed up and he was yeah. just like oh yeah, hey. <laughs> i don't know but anyway yeah there was no there was no drama with them showing up either you know it was like uh it wasn't, I guess for me, the plot just, the writing was all over the place. Like, I don't know what was happening or why it didn't make any sense. Nothing made sense. And then the guy yeah. that didn't care about the lady, but suddenly cared about her, but didn't care about her, then it ended up saving her at the end. I was right. so confused by that. Yeah, there's, yeah no. I, it, was, it was like a Twilight Zone episode, you know, they show the guy. No, no, it wasn't because all the Twilight Zone episodes were very clear about, okay. what, they were, about what they were doing. And that Outer was limits. the problem here. Yes. Now, it definitely could have been an Outer Limits. You know, or what was that show that that uh that guy was it Vincent Price? Somebody Night Gallery. That's what Night I'm trying Gallery. to think of. Oh, that didn't oh, make okay. any sense usually. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's you know you have to be you have to Boris be movie, movie blind to be in the middle of a film and get lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was pretty damn weird. Yeah. You know? I don't know what I give this a uh, pretty low rating probably, but uh. I don't know. It was it was way too long for me. It was the story didn't make any sense. The I like the dance routine. This could have been like a good short film, probably. But. It could have. I I I, th I think it was it was fairly long. I think it was what a minute. It was an hour and forty? An hour I think. and forty or something like that. And and uh, you could have taken twenty minutes out of this and never missed it. That's what I was sure. regretting. I should have found this on YouTube because I was watching it on a. Uh, I don't know. I think it was Tubi or something. I was watching it on my TV. And I couldn't figure. It out. I couldn't fast forward it, so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I should have yeah. watched it on YouTube and watched it at twice the speed." Yeah, it deserved <laughs> it. It really deserved it. I actually watched the whole thing, which is pretty rare for me. Uh, yeah, 
just a really really a dumb really really badly put together film well this took me two tries uh i watched it one night i was really tired and i i fell asleep in the first 10 minutes <laughs> so mm-hmm. i said well i'll try again tomorrow and it didn't get any better did it <laughs> and then i made it through the second time but yeah. i think my advice to anybody who's thinking about watching this is like uh oh it's it's nothing but sunday supplemental nonsense is what i would say about this yeah <laughs> yeah you know what it, it might let, as the let, guy said in the movie let, let it run in the background because every time you're going to look, it isn't going to make any more sense than it actually would if you saw the whole thing. Yeah. Well, listen to that spirit inside yourself. And maybe <laughs> it says, run away, run away. <laughs> it is not a zombie film. That's, that's another thing. That's if as a public service, as a yes. public, public cervix, we have to point out that this is not a zombie film. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it a, 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 a two rating. And the only reason it gets a two rating is because of the uh, four breasts compressed into two. I kind of agree with that. I give it a two, but I also give it a two because of the modern dance routine and the fact that they shot it in a supermarket is pretty impressive to me. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. And six yeah. days. I mean, I mean, that's that's a for an hour and a half. Wait, 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 wait. At the, uh, I was shooting on the Corman lot. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, I, I remember you, that's yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> that's story about. Right, yeah. Where he just strolls so, in, and yeah, yeah, he strolls in, and he's sitting there, and he's writing a script, and uh, and and uh, he's writing a script on on our uh, uh, mole man set, and uh, and I'm closing up, and we're going to be shut down for six days, right? And uh, I'm closing up, and and I literally go to this guy, and I have no idea who it is, and and uh, I say, man. Uh, I have to close up because we're, everything's closed up for six days here. And he goes, uh, that's, he says, that's all right. Uh, I'll, I'll close up for you. And I go, well, is that okay? And he says, well, hi, my name's Roger. And I kind of got the point then that this was the guy who owned it, uh, owned right. everything. And I said, you know, uh, fine. It's all yours. And he says, by the way, I, I really like this set a lot. Oh, cool. What I didn't know. Did it show up in one of his movies? <laughs> yes. That's what I didn't know. It's the film that he was writing was going to be typed up that night (laughs) and they were going to start filming tomorrow (laughs) and they finished it before we got back in six days. So that's conception to completion. That's amazing. In under six days right there. So, I mean, that film couldn't have done better than that. (laughs) Well, I want to know what that is now. I want to watch it. Yeah, do some I, research. I, I have no, you know, I have no. I guess you could go back and date the film. Yeah. And, and, and you know, there's date, so many though. <laughs> what well, week I mean, was no, it? You you could go back and you could date our film. Yeah. And what week dates. you were shooting it? Yeah. What and 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 see what's released within that period and you know. But if he was doing a movie every six days, which was kind of what he was doing. That's what he was doing. That's <laughs> literally what he, you know, You know what we used to say? If somebody showed up and gave you a resume and uh, and they had like one year that had uh, like 20 films on it that they'd worked on, you know, and you, and you go, so you, you worked down at the Corman lot, did you? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what he did. He did films in six days. <laughs> Well, he has or some four. good stuff. I like some of his stuff. Like well, I really I, like Piranha. The thing is, is well, yeah, that's true. And, and Piranha was probably before he was doing that kind of uh, what he was known for. I mean, I, I mean, he had two distinct periods. He had the period where he was a director, 
or had three distinct periods. He had a period when he was a director, a period when he was a producer, that's the Piranha period, and then later on a period when he had that little stage and and he was just stuffing stuff into uh, into uh, the uh, international pipeline. Well, yeah. Well, actually, anything with Vincent Price I like. So, I mean, yeah, there you go. Talk about that period. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and that was probably just one set, right? I mean, all those Vincent Price movies were all, yeah, they were all the same look, basically. Oh, yeah. They really did. Uh, <laughs> all those Edgar I, Allan Poe stuff that they, you know, you they see, did. And that, that would be very like him to have uh, gone and made a deal to uh, have uh, built a set, you know, and, and and had it there on a set on a stage somewhere and, and used it again and again and again. That's totally his. his well, job. I like the idea of having somebody else using your your you know studio and then yeah using their set while they're on hiatus. That's a great idea. I don't know about that. <laughs> you were uncredited in one of his movies. <laughs> I was pretty unhappy. I was pretty unhappy about it too. <laughs> wow. Well, they repainted everything, and they did, <laughs> oh, you had they, to you had to fix it back, basically. Oh yeah, like he, all, he everything. basically struck your set more or less. Uh they they no, oh, they didn't strike any of oh, okay. it. They just painted it. They just they just made it look a little bit different. They mixed mixed everything around and stuff. And I was like, ah, it was a great <laughs> gnashing and greeting. I could just see you was like, where was this hose? Where, where, where did this go? <laughs> where does this go? I did. Uh, I. Uh, hand me that board. It's got the drawings on it. it must have driven the continuity <laughs> person crazy. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> uh, so well, anyway. Continuity persons like this. <laughs> <coughs> well, I would just work for Corman because he obviously doesn't care about continuity. <laughs> obviously. Con- the cat's con- facing this way and he turns it, she turns it to a, a witch right, right. facing this way hey as 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 uh, as jack shoulder used to say continuity is the hobgoblin of small minds that's a that's a really good quote that's uh, it's it, it's uh, it, words to live by well anything jack shoulder says i would probably take you know Bing and write it bang. down that's right <laughs> professor shoulder as he's called by the young people <laughs> by all those young kids out there little shit. 